From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for Dizboards Edition for March 25th, 2010. I forget which show we're doing. It's one of those days for me. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by John Magi, Walter Eccles, Teresa Eccles, and Kathy Worling. Uh, Julie Martin is on hiatus for person making. Person making. Uh, Corey Martin is cleaning the house. Before the baby comes. <laughs> so funny. He said yesterday, I've got to clean all the tubs. I said, Lord, how many do you got? You know, you got to get the tubs. What does he think? The baby's going to judge them? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay with these parents. They have dirty tubs. Don't you wash them in the sink? They're too small for a tub, aren't they? You don't put them in the, You have a baby bath. I think, oh, okay. his, I think his in laws are coming. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, you just yeah. want everything in order before, you know. Yeah, exactly. And Kevin Close is attending to his mom, who is feeling much better. Thanks, everybody. On the boards for their well wishes. Mm-hmm. She's cleaning out the tubs. <laughs> John put her to work as soon as she got out of the hospital. She's feeling much better. Thank you very much for your well wishes on the boards. We appreciate it. I want to welcome everyone to the show as Max the intern comes in with sandwiches. Now, for those who normally listen to the show, we normally record our discussion show and our uh, second show on the same day. We did not do that so that John could be here today. So I don't want you to think that... I sent Max back out for another sandwich. I was thinking that. I'm thinking, man. Go you get know, more food, gotta, Max. Gotta, gotta, gotta feed him in between shows. Like Shamu. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, you know, in between, you know, they yeah, always give them their I little know. treats. I wasn't saying anything like I know. that. <laughs> now, for those of you who are not familiar with our new format, we are alternating email shows and disboards.com shows every other week. So this week is obviously a disboards.com show. And what we do is we select certain threads that are pertinent to trip planning and uh, open them up for discussion here on the show. So we're going to get right to it. We're going to start with a post I found on the uh, Disney for Families forum that I thought was really cute. Uh, Post-family Disney theme night ideas, 115 and counting. And uh, this is posted by Princess Tiger Lily who uh, says she's collecting ideas for family fun nights with a Disney theme to use them as a countdown for their trip, which I thought was really, really cool. So some of the ideas uh, uh, can be anything Disney-oriented, movies, rides, attractions, and we would like to have a coordinating meal and craft or activity that kind of goes along with it, make a little night out of it. And there's like 115 ideas now on this thread. Things like uh, Lilo and Stitch, for example. Uh, or Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Uh, a menu of pirate ship pizzas. Make French bread pizzas. Use a skewer as a mast. Have the kids draw some pirate flags to attach to the top of the mast. Fruit on a sword. Uh, put cut fruit onto skewers. Make an easy dip. Eight-ounce container of fat-free Cool Whip. with And, and mix with six-ounce container of fruit yogurt. Refrigerate for at least one hour. Fairy cakes or cookies, small cupcakes or cookies with vanilla frosting and sprinkled with coarse colored sugar. Things like this as a way to, you know, kind of mark the countdown for your trip. And there's like a whole slew. That's real clever. It it is. It would keep the kids, especially little kids, excited and and the anticipation building. Well, that's, you know, honestly, I think that's one of the best parts of trip planning. 
is is that it is the actual planning part is so much fun i mean that's something yeah. i enjoyed immensely it's one of the things i miss doing living down here you really you know i'm not going to go you know spend six months planning my day in epcot <laughs> Uh, so you don't? little cupcake, not anymore. <laughs> I used to. I mean, I used to be, you know, I used to be obsessive compulsive. I used to do some planning. I don't know that I did a, a whole. I mean, I just kept up on what was new or down to the minute. Really, you were, you were commando, really? right? Down to the minute. Yeah, but didn't you do things at home to get yourself in the mood for it? I mean, we didn't go to this extreme. Well, this is crazy. Well, but the, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This coming from the guy who made us bring blank VHS tapes with us to, on vacation when we were staying at DVC so that we could record the propaganda channels and play them back at home. Oh, dear God. Oh, Wait a minute. Okay. Let me go back. VHS? Well, this, this, was, was, this, was this was 15 the years ago. You know? um, <laughs> record the propaganda channel. We would Got record. out my reel-to-reel. Right, that's cool, you, though. When you say at the DVC properties, there was then a VCR. Now right. was a DVD player. So you'd record that channel and you played it at home. But that's not as crazy as having no. swords and fairy you cakes. You don't think that's crazy? Come on. You that's, just didn't. I'm just kidding. This is actually a really cute idea. I think I just, it's a really, really cute it idea. It is cute. And I also think that Pete just goes through and finds the longest threads for us yeah. to read. It was a long one. 600 pages. This will be a good one. Well, you me. don't have to read each and every one. The <laughs> oh, idea is. Oh. It's cool, though. Well, and I tried every recipe. I'm sure you, yeah, did. you did. You did them all in one night. That is a cool idea, that though. That is a really and, cool idea. But going back to your trip planning, for me personally, I kept that to myself a lot because... I would always have a child in the mix, Grace being the child, that would say, every time you'd bring it up, she'd say, when are we going? When are we going? And are we going tomorrow? To the point where you just want to, you know, shut her out of the house. To, to put her up for adoption. Right. Yeah. I think one of the best things you can do is just go back and watch the videos. Watch the Disney movies. Watch the Disney yeah. cartoons. Because when you come to Disney, a lot of the ancillary characters become prominent. Right, and you think, well, where did that character come from? Right. I don't remember that character. I think it helps with the kids kind of connect. Oh, it does. It's cool. This it is. is a great thread. I thought it was a it was a wonderful thread, and, it, and again, it really kind of uh, illustrates some of the creativity yeah. on the boards with you know coming up with ideas like this. And I think, for, especially if you've got young kids, I think this might be a little much if it's just like you and your husband or you and your wife. But um, I mean, you could you, you could twist dog? it to make it more adult. You know, yeah, you in could, some ways. Yeah, you could. You could. You could make like you know, <laughs> you know, mixed drinks. I guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know how you would do it, but there. You know, it's the th- the thought of what you're doing is. You know, you could turn into anything. I just think this is really cool. And, and again, we're gonna have links to every thread that we discuss on our show notes page, podcast dot dot com. But uh, I like this one. I thought this one was. Don't was you really think? Cute. Or at least for me, I mean, I've been on the disboards. I think since two thousand one and lurked before that. It seems like people nowadays are more creative with their Disney trips than they used to be, like when I came down here on vacation. Because I can remember, you know, like posts like, go here and do this, but not so much like how to get yourself psyched up. Well, I think the, the internet has, and in particular, sites like ours, have, you know, really raised the amount of information you have available to you. Mm-hmm. to do trip planning. Most definitely. And this is part of that, you know, because all of a sudden now you can you, you discuss every aspect of, of that process. The thing I always liked about it is, you know, when I was planning, is that you could put up a question 
And within minutes, sometimes seconds, you could have an answer to exactly. your question. And it was like, you could look through however many guidebooks and not get that. And somebody else would share it. And you'd have it just that fast. I think with the internet, too, and uh, threads like this, is um, creativity sparks creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I do this. Well, this is what I do. Well, let me add that to what I do. And yeah, you could take build. it and say, whoa, yeah. what I could do with that. And just, you know, be cool. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great thread. It's a great thread. I thought it was really, really cute. I think Max should make the fairy cakes <laughs> and the Tonight fairy cookies. Dinner, or at yeah. least make cakes for the fairies. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Max is yeah. looking at me like, what? But I do. Anywho. He can't cook. Okay. You said he could. I said he can. Oh, he I, can thought you said he can. Yeah. I thought you said he could. The little, only thing we ever did was chef. we took extra napkins. And sometimes, you know, when they gave you an extra paper plate, and I would save those. That shows you. I mean, I'm usually a very creative person, but after reading that thread, I'm not creative at all. What did we do? What do you mean? You take the little napkins. We yeah, when you get napkins when you at Disney and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. You know the little your room has been serviced in the room. I take those and put them in the kids' room after I clean them. Like <laughs> 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 that's so cool, little Disney. You know. <laughs> we used to t- we used to bring the bags from every purchase, the um, and the napkins, and we would pack our lunches. Yeah, that's right. And that's what we'd have our lunch in, like when we went to work. Yeah. Yes, we would. That wow. Yeah. That's cute, yeah. You're learning a whole bunch about us that you don't I am. Yeah, this really. is a little too much information Well, how me. do you think this site started? You know? I don't know. What do you think the, the, the inspiration for it was? You know, this is what I did. John this watching is, VHS and eating out of old bags from Disney. Disney cool. and OCD combined. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't think you should be complaining. <laughs> That's so, cool, though. Cool, cool. All right, we'll move on to our next thread that John found. Uh, what one item must you have at Epcot each trip? This is from our restaurants form. I didn't know I was going to be called on next. You are being called on. Got um, papers over there. I like this thread because I think it, it pertains to the one you talked about. Not specifically what's the one item you have to have at Epcot, but you'd always think about that one thing. Like, oh, I can't get that here, or I can't wait to get there to do this, or, or experience that, or have this. For me, it was always Mickey bars. Mickey yeah. bars were magical. Mm-hmm. Later in life, I figured out I could have a Dove bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the same. <laughs> Close your eyes and imagine. Exactly. But when you're, in, when you're in Walt Disney World, the Mickey bar was, oh, I can't wait to get there and have a Mickey bar. So it's a, that thought of, people think of that all the time. Sometimes it gets them through the day. I can't wait to get to Walt Disney World and have yeah, that something slushy French cheddar cheese soup at, at yeah. Lasalle. Oh yeah, you love that. You know that I'm I'm sorry. I could I could mainline that cheddar cheese soup. Yeah, that's good. The cheddar cheese soup was much better in the restaurant than when they have it in the little serving things at Food and Wine. Because I, I wasn't know. too impressed. Maybe I got an old batch or something. I don't know. And yeah, went back and always, tried it. It's always been really that's good. What, it's been yeah, the same stuff. Yeah. You always love it. Well, that's the only way to get it anymore because I won't, I won't sit and try and make a reservation for six months out for La Cellier. I just won't do it. And that's what you've got to do right now. You yeah. can't get in. So the only time I get cheddar cheese soup anymore food is during food and wine. So, you know, I stock up on it. I'm like, you know, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going back. Keep going I back. have 12... Really bring your own bowls. <laughs> do you guys go to the parks for anything specific? Do you go to the parks and think, I'm going to go to this park today because I know I can get lobster I- bisque at, uh, at Chefs de France? Although I didn't have it, uh, we were there on Monday with mom. We had lunch there. I, I went for the 
French onion soup should have gone with the lobster bisque. Not that the French onion soup was bad, but honestly, I had a French onion soup at Buena Vista Sweets for lunch. We were there meeting with them uh, last week. Best French onion soup I've ever tasted. Really? Mm. Do they have it every day? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to try it because we love the French onion this soup. This was yeah. delicious. I love French. Oh, it was so good. This had a lot of flavor. It was really good. So, But lobster bisque in France, uh, the only place I found that compares to it actually beats it is a lobster bisque at uh, Yachtsman Steakhouse. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was your that was soup. That was like I, I've never had a, a, a bowl of soup that tasted that good like in my Nirvana. life. It was. It really was. It was like, oh, my God. You know, to quote a phrase, it was like butter. That's because there was a big old hunk of butter <laughs> melted on top of it. Sounds good. But, you know, and, and I'm somebody who does not eat seafood. I will eat lobster biscuit. Hmm. Yeah. Because it is, when That's it's like done that right. That's Celebration Town Tavern. They have lobster chowder. That's yes. good. Pete would hate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Would it be too much? Because there's actual fish in it. He doesn't like the texture. Was, I, do I don't like, like the texture. I don't mind the flavor in the lobster bisque because it's if it's fresh lobster, it doesn't taste like fish. Okay. And I've had it a couple of places where, you know, there was one restaurant we went to where I sent it back. I'm like, you know. It was, put it was for, noticeably fishy. Yeah. It was very fishy. From the minute they brought it to the table, I'm like, oh, this smells like a fish was laying out in the ground for a month. Mm. <laughs> So. Kathy, you're in the park all the time. What's the one thing you head for? In Epcot? It doesn't have to be in Epcot. It could be in Magic Kingdom, it would be a Dole Whip. And Funnel Cake's probably in Epcot. Any place there's a Funnel Cake, I'll have that. Typhoon Lagoon would be the mini donuts. But do you remember back when... <laughs> she got one in every park. Really? <laughs> do you remember when they had beaver tails in yeah. Epcot? I do. I remember reading that, and I can. This is when I lived up in Pittsburgh. That I'm like, I can't wait to try. Okay, this. what's a beaver tail? Well, was it was it? like a piece of. They like, actually fried cut a dough. tail off a beaver and then make <laughs> you eat it. It was like fried dough, and you could get like different condiments on it, like apple and cinnamon and sugar, and it was like a pastry, really, really good yeah, pastry. Yeah. pastry. But it was shaped like a beaver tail. Yeah, oh. but people would just go on, you know. A really long time talking about how great these beaver tails were. And it was just fried dough, right? And we They're all really went over good. and went like, ew. And then you they, didn't like it? No, no. Oh, I mm. loved beaver tails. And then they went to like, they used to make them fresh while you were there. Then they went to, they just had like a thing and they'd pull one out of like a warmer and give it to you. Off and the then, beaver hands it to yeah. you. Here's my <laughs> so that, but I says everybody on the Diz, if you would have gone by that, would have thought it was the most delicious thing and I didn't Well, like what's it. good for one person is just absolutely yeah. disgusting oh, yeah. for somebody else. And again, we talk about this all the time. You're in the Disney bubble. This is the best thing ever when you're yeah. on vacation in the place you love. Yeah, but yeah. you know, in a lot of cases, it really is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are things that, you know, Disney does really, really well. And Oh, that, caramel corn at Magic Kingdom, too, when good. they do it. Yeah. The thing that I love in Epcot is the chocolate ice cream at the Ice cream stand in yeah. France. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, they sell ice cream and crepes. Yep. And that chocolate ice cream is oh, the really? best chocolate ice cream I've ever tasted. Tried that. Oh, my God. Is it God. ice cream? Is it sherbet? It is, is it gelato? It's, it's ice cream. cream. Soft serve. And it is the creamiest. Creamy, silky. It's probably just, real cream. Oh, my Lord. And the perfect chocolate flavor. It is out of this world. Can we world. do a remote show? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all drive to Epcot. Yeah. I think every time I've gone to Epcot, I've gotten yes. it. Even when it's been cold. That. I'm excited. It is yeah. good. And I got to tell you, ever since, you know, he, uh, uh, he, we were in Epcot for the uh, start of Flower and Garden a few weeks back. And, you know, as I've talked about, you know, I found out recently I'm diabetic. And him sitting in front of me eating this thing, I wanted to shove it down his throat. 
I'm like, how torturous can you be? <laughs> but I took a couple of bites of it just to get the flavor in my mouth, and that was good enough. Like you said, it's so but now thick. I, but now, so yeah, crazy. I'm with John. I really want one right now because <laughs> I'm starving. I'm starving, and that, that that ice cream is out of this world. What does Max like it? Does Max have a favorite food? The ice cream. Oh, Some you like? Yeah, you're, you're with your uncle on the ice cream. Oh yeah, best thing ever. No, for me it's the Magic Kingdom. Only if I'm alone in the park, I go into the the little candy shop on Main Street and get a toffee bar, like toffee candy covered in chocolate with nuts on top. Mm. It's like five bucks for a little square. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, now, talking about the Magic Kingdom, it makes me think of um, going into the Magic Kingdom early in the morning, going into the bakery, getting one of those ginormous cinnamon mm-hmm. rolls and a cup of coffee, and then going around the corner and sitting there where you got a view of the castle. Yeah. The last time I did that, I haven't been able to do that again because the last time I did that was with Bob. Mm. And it was a month and a half before he died. Oh, wow. And while we were sitting there, the Dapper Dans, the little oh, singing yeah. group, came yeah. up and performed for us right there in front of us. It was like our own wow. little private show. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So that's another great thing to do. But like I said, I haven't done it in a while because it just reminds me of that. Yeah. Okay, John, I'm hungry now. Yeah, really. Yeah, Thanks, John. I wasn't John. hungry until we started this. I don't know why I picked the food threads. <laughs> how that happened. All right. Well, thank you for that one, John. We're going to move over to the theme parks forum. And Miss Kathy, what do you think about putting children on a leash? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Teresa's all in favor. Max, get your leash on. I used to think that that was like the most terrible thing that you could do until I went to the parks with my granddaughter and found out that, first of all, she didn't mind having the leash on. She had the little monkey on her back. Yeah. And she thought it was great because it allowed her to be out of the stroller where otherwise she would have had to been in the stroller. And so now I'm not so quick to make judgments about kids in strollers anymore. Oh, I mean, kids with the, the leash on. This is one of those topics on the boards that ranks up there with you know 10-year-olds in strollers, five people in a room, you know, pool hopping, all this other stuff that people get so insane about. And what bothers me about that is that you have these people judging other parents mm-hmm. yep. when they have absolutely no right to, none whatsoever. Right, you have don't. no right people to judge. Without parent, people without children. Even with or without, doesn't yeah. matter. You know your children. You know your children. Not, you know, no two children are alike. Some people have children that are going to walk with them or be happy to stay in the stroller. But some people have children that don't, that like to. See, I was the type of kid when I was little, I ran away. I was taken off. My mother, I drove her to distraction. None of my brothers and sisters were like that. It was just me. I would take off and go do all this stuff. And I'm the kind of kid, you know, for my mother, if she had the option to put me on a leash... So to speak, and I don't like that word leash because yeah, it really isn't. But because when I saw it, it looks kind of bad, you know, mean. But after you see someone doing it, it's just it's, you know it holds them in, in line, and you can let them <laughs> yeah. run around. It's nothing around their neck, right? Disney also has a lot of um, temptations for kids. Yes. So if you have a kid who's prone to that anyway, they're going to run and they're going to want to yeah. grab and they're going to explore and look and see and, and touch. with the crowds. Oh my god! Exactly so like with the crowds, losing your kid. And now you're just going to spend, you know, a portion of your day trying to find yeah. your son or daughter in yeah. terror. Yeah. I mean, it's and one thing 
you're either got a hold of their hand, it's a hot day, you're both sweating, nobody wants to hold hands, I'm sorry. The leash gives you a little more, gives mm-hmm. them more freedom. And you know, as long as, I mean, you're going to see them. It's not like you're going to lose them in the crowd with a leash. They're not going to be. I mean, it's just a thing to do. I think it's cool. I and, wish I would have had You know, I, I respect the decision of people who choose not to do that with their kids. But I think some of these people that are belittling and berating other people for doing it need to shut the heck up. Honestly. It's none of your damn business how this person chooses to raise their kid. And if that's something they feel they need, that's it's not abusive mm-hmm. or anything else. Keep your parenting opinions to yourself. Nobody's asking you whether or not, you know, you think this is abusive. Yeah, And they've improved these things so much. Oh, they have. When they first came out, it looked like a leash. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a little backpack. They're attached to little yeah. backpacks sometimes. And, and my kids... granddaughter thought it was cute. She had a monkey yeah, on her back. a little monkey on her back. I know when Dan Frankowiak was down here, his daughter had one on her back. And she's her daddy, put the monkey on, put the monkey on. And it gives them the kids freedom. Think, yeah. yeah. The kids know then that they can walk around. And you know know where your kid is. That's Mm -hmm. right. I can't tell you. I mean, all three of my kids, I have stories of where they disappeared. And I was one of those good parents. But, you know, Katie liked to use, you know, those circular racks in the store. Oh, gosh. Katie would like to hide in the middle of those. Oh, my God. That was grace. you know, you don't want to be doing that. And I think that helps everybody on their vacation. If, you know, you see this little kid darting in and out as you're walking up Main Street, you know, that's not safe. But at least with a kid on a leash, you know where they're at. Yeah, I'm I'm for it if if that's mm-hmm. what your you and your child need, then go for it, because it's just as easy to do that as push a stroller, if not easier. But I yeah. thought it was you know funny from the different threads that always get people wound up is there's a lot of people don't want to put their kid on a leash, but yet then when you have the thread about you know people standing in line and is it okay to cut and everybody's are like oh I don't pay any attention to that and it's like okay you don't pay attention to that but you watch how people parent their children. That yeah. makes well, sense you know, to look me. again. It's one of the things that's always been a problem, not just on our boards. These are on any discussion boards. Is you know, you've got that, uh, you've got that safety of anonymity, where you'll say things oh, yeah. on the mm-hmm. boards that you would never say to somebody's face in a million years. And I think you know, some of this holier than thou, I'm I'm a better parent than you are type attitude is just ridiculous. You don't know the first thing, right? About how somebody parents their children based on what they're posting on a discussion board. I mean, there are some people you can get an idea that they're mentally unstable and probably shouldn't be allowed around kids. And we've certainly seen a few of those on our boards. But, you know, really and truly, going the route, it's the, the, how, how vitriolic these can get. Now, that particular thread didn't look like it got no, I was out of control. It, it, it hadn't. But in the past, mm-hmm. you, know, I've, you know, we've definitely, we know, we see threads like that, okay, watch that one, this, you know, start counting down how long it's going to yeah. be before it gets, it gets closed. But, uh, so, all right, that was cool. Well, thank you for that one, Kathy. You're welcome. Next, we're going to head over to the SeaWorld Discovery Co. Forum. Walter found one, the Dine with Shamu FAQ thread. Yes, I did, Pete. The thing is, um, it says, has anyone been to um, Dining with Shamu? It said, I read about it. It's kind of behind-the-scenes thing. Um, will you see anything, or is it is it a show? And it is a show where they talk about behind the scenes. They have the, the whales come out, and it shows how they reward them, how they get them to do what they want to do. They make the little noises. Um, yeah, well, they have these uh, these really cool 
they, well, the, the speakers are put out for us to be able to hear it, hear the, the, the audio cues. But uh, these are actually normally underwater and at a frequency that humans couldn't hear, that the whales can hear. And they know when they hear these certain sounds that there's a certain thing they're supposed to do. And that's one of the ways that they, they train them. And, and while you're doing that, you also have a really nice dinner to go with that. Yeah, the dinner was decent. I, when we went to San Diego, it was not that good. No, but San, we had World, San Diego. We were, so it's different. I, yeah, San Diego kind of. It wasn't, it wasn't that good, but this really was. Um, for the adult menu, they have a rose and butter, uh, garden salad, Caesar salad, oriental salad. They have uh, beef uh, stew, seafood creole, chicken Dijon, creamy chicken tortellini, and pecan rice pilaf. They had different things for desserts. They had like little cream puffs, little cakes, a lot of different cakes. Drinks, they have assorted Pepsi products, iced tea, hot tea, coffee, hot chocolate, and assorted Anheuser-Busch beverages. Bud and Bud Light. Nuggets, uh, hot dogs, fresh fruit salad, and Shamu cookies. I thought they also had spaghetti and meatballs. Almost positive I saw that there. I didn't pay much attention to the kids' menu that time. I'm surprised that you weren't just, you know, grazing on everything. Is this down by the performance area where you... No, this is actually uh, done behind Shamu Stadium. This is in the, you know, one of the areas where they, they keep the whales. Okay. And you meet, you, you gather for this at the underwater uh, viewing area for Shamu. They have that, you know, we can, you know, the underwater viewing section... You know, I don't think I've ever seen that. Really? How could you? Oh, that's so I've been awesome. to the stadium. I've never seen an underwater yeah, window. It's like a big tank when you're under there. It's like you're looking at a right, big right, right. tank. Yeah. I guess I have to take a And when you first go, they take a picture of your party. Okay. Oh, they did that in California, too. Right, that. right. Now, are they still doing that here? No. Given our recent... Somebody also had a thread that said they had a reservation for April, and they've already sent them something saying... Um, oh. It will be closed. It will not be available during your trip. You need to make hmm. other... Arrangements. I wonder if it's closed at every SeaWorld or just ours. I think every SeaWorld. Is it? But it, is it going to be closed permanently? Or? No, 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 no. Just until they... Well, they've got to figure out how they, they're going to interact with Tilium because he's the, the main one that does it. And, you know, they were really close to him, and that's how she got injured. So they've got to decide how they're going to interact with him. And then, you know, how close do they want the, uh, the guest? Yeah. Although you're really not that close. I mean, he couldn't get you. I mean, I guess if he was suicidal and jumped... He could get you, but besides <laughs> Come that, out of the tank. you were you were never really in danger. But okay. the the people weren't in the water, but they did interact with them a lot. They were you know they were rubbing him, they were giving him oh, food. Oh, okay, okay. So that's how yeah it, he he got her doing um, dining with Shamu, right? Is that when she got injured? I that's right. I'm happened, pretty right? sure that's yeah. where it happened. That's yeah. what I think yeah, happened. The private event. Yeah, that's where it happened. Hmm. So, all right. So for now, no, can't do it. All right, thanks, Walter, for that. We're going to. Talk about a couple of threads actually Kevin came up with, but John's going to talk about them. This is over on our Disney Cruise Line forum. The first one, assistance might be needed. This is the one where a person is in a wheelchair and wants to know about how they can get to and from the muster stations when they have the uh, lifeboat drills. And they were concerned because if you go, you get, we've all been on the cruise. Have you watched the little thing? The, the little movie in the room mm-hmm. that tells you about getting up and down, they show someone in a wheelchair being carried by four really skinny people from the cruise ship. 
And Kevin's mom saw this and completely freaked out. I bet. He's like, no one's carrying me up and down the stairs. I'm not doing that. There's no way. Get me off the ship. Get me off the ship. And the people <laughs> took a really, they really took their time to explain to this person that there are things you can do in preparation of this. Go down early. Go down well before it's going to start. Look at the shops. Look around. Then make your way to uh, where your lifeboat station is. And then especially afterwards, when you come out of these lifeboat drills, it's like mass chaos. Mm-hmm. Everyone's right. trying to get into those three little elevators and get up to their rooms. Because God forbid anyone use the stairs. Right. You know? Even the stairs. The stairs, the are, stairs are pretty mm-hmm. packed, too, yeah. So get down there early. Take it easy. Stay late. You know what? You're on a cruise. Enjoy yourself. You don't have to rush back to your stateroom and put your stuff away. Even if you don't, even if you don't have mobility issues and you're traveling with kids, this is good advice even if you're traveling with little kids. Don't do that crazy. We got to get there. We got to get okay, back. Okay. So the the film they show shows people carrying the wheelchair person. Exactly. So technically are they going to come find you to do that if you don't do go down early for the drill? I mean, are they going to uh, You make those arrangements in the beginning. They know okay. if you're in a wheelchair accessible room, they know that you're So they assign people to come get you? Right. You would have to say I need assistance getting okay. up and down. Okay. Really not necessary. But what if it's you know, a real emergency? In a real emergency, if the elevators have stopped, you would have to be... You would have to be carried. Carried okay. down the stairs. But that beats sinking with the well, ship. yeah, but exactly. you know. I think the people with you or near you would probably help you, too. If the exactly. Would, you know. Exactly. Okay. That's interesting. And also, anybody that, you know, like even is out of shape, I mean, and can't handle, you know, stairs, you could stay by the elevator. I mean, Disney's pretty accommodating. They just don't want you like skirting the rules. But if you wait until like the crowd's gone, they'll let you use the elevator. Yeah, and it's not an option if you're there. It's not an option not to show up. Right. Just gonna say you oh, have I to know. go to the fire. You have, have to, to do this. Yeah, they this. will hunt you down. You will get a nasty letter from the captain in your stateroom if you don't show up, and then be made to go and like walk the plank. Basically, oh my gosh. yeah. The lifeboat drill is actually one of those things that most people stress out about. I know. I never. Really? I was the first time I did it. I'm like, oh, how's this going to be, and why? And then I get out there. I'm like, oh, all they wanted me to do is show up here. You stand there and get counted. This. Yeah. Right. And they went, oh, okay, we got you. And that's it. Yeah. Most well, stressful they, thing for they me. They explain to you, you know, this in the event of emergency. This is what you do. This right. is where you come. So on and so forth. It's required by law. It's not something that Disney does. It's every cruise ship that is at least. Uh, at least it goes out of the United States. I don't know about Europe. I'm assuming it's true of all cruise ships. They do this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, know? I don't. I didn't see then once I did it. Like, what was the big deal? Like, they just want me to know that I know how to get to this location in the be. event. You know. Right. And the other thing I would mention too is that if you know, like sometimes parents put kids in another room or they put one of their kids in another, like with the grandparents or something. Like wherever you're assigned what room that's what muster station you need to go to you know, and that's you know. good to know because you know you want to know where your boat is i'm sorry you know because you know i've seen different threads of different things that people do and you know that if there's ever an emergency you know you got to follow the rules yeah yeah exactly it's pretty interesting uh one of the things i want to point out too is a lot of times when people are booking their cruises and they get they try to get a certain stateroom category, and it comes up not available. But they can see that staterooms are available. One of the things that happens is the lifeboat stations fill up. 
So you may be able to still find a room that sleeps four people, and they'll say only two people can go in that room. It's because the lifeboat station has mm-hmm. been at oh, capacity. Yeah. Okay. So these are all things that are for your safety. The boats aren't going to be jam-packed. It's not going to be like the Titanic. There is a boat for everyone, there's right? No, oh, there's there's, boat, there's a seat for yes. everybody. seat for everyone. And I would say, too, because we're, we're always in the back of the boat, that um, typically they have you in the restaurant is your muster station. So if you don't like being, in, being out in the heat, because a lot of times you see people say that, you know, you could get a room in the back of the ship. Because, like, the muster station locations never change. But you could put your room, you know, get a room in a certain part of the ship, and then you'd know you were inside. Interesting. I thought it was kind of a fun little maneuver out mm-hmm. there. Oh, look. Did you put your, your I life? did. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Yeah. David Parfit, I turned around. He's standing right next to me snapping pictures of me. Oh, of course. <laughs> I think everybody has those pictures with your. I'm so glad they changed the design where now they made the neck a little skinnier. Because I used to wear it and it used to like, stick straight out. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't going to save me. This is going to twist me over. My face is going to be down in the water. <laughs> but they've. Improved them now, so the neck is nice and thin. And right. Yeah, I found it comfortable. I mean, it was. And don't blow the whistle. Oh, I know. Yeah, really. There's a whistle. To... There's a a whistle on every life jacket, and you just don't know where that whistle has yeah. been. And don't blow the whistle. I didn't even see it until Stella said, "Oh, look, a whistle." I said, "Don't touch it. Exactly. <laughs> just leave it." There. And don't they also check? The life jackets that are in the closet, so like if you said you had two adults and two children, that they would make sure that the appropriate life jackets. So, I mean, I would suggest looking to make sure you have yeah. the right life jackets in your closet before the drill. They must because um, Corey took pictures of Ferris wearing his little life jacket. Okay. So, yeah, because yeah, that I wasn't in my closet. Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't have little ones. It was cute, like a little flotation baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thread on the Disney Cruise Line forum that Kevin had found, one concern I have. Oh, this was the one about the person who wanted to know if they could eat 24-7? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Max can answer that one. You can graze. <laughs> yes, you can eat 24-7. I think people who have never cruised before have this idea in their head like the love boat where people are grazing all day long and there's buffets available all day long. That's not true on a Disney ship. There is food available most of the day, but not 24-7 out. You can get room service 24-7. And I understand if you're diabetic or you have some health concerns or there's something that you are you need to have, you can eat any time of the day or night. But no, it's not like you're just going to go walk onto deck and there's going to be a buffet waiting for you. They do have one night a week is the... Um, Chocolate buffet. It's the right. pirate night. Yeah, it's not just chocolate. It's uh, all sorts of foods. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. But during the day, if you have kids, you can always get chicken fingers, right. hamburgers. We, we do that all the time. Yeah, get the sandwiches. They have a, a healthy place where you can get wraps. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a bit of stuff you can get. Uh, pizza. So you can get stuff all day long. It's just and the room service isn't bad. And I would say if you're going to do room service, remember to take some dollar bills to tip the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's one. Well, you can also add it to the. Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, but I mean, if you order something that's not charged, you should really have dollar bills. But if you order something that is charged, like a soda or a or a drink, but all the food on the room service menu is free, so you don't have to worry about paying for that extra. That was cool. We enjoyed that part. 
Isn't there canned soda? I just thought you were so canned easily soda. amused. But you, you're okay. charged for it right. on room service. But I was going to yeah. say, it's on the room service menu, so you would be charged for that. So is right. alcohol. Okay. You can get alcohol yeah. in the room. You can yeah. Bring the room me service. ice. That was that was Teresa's thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to order free room service. Exactly. <laughs> I had a lot. It was cool. I think the room service is good. It is. Yeah. I mean, especially when, you know. I know a lot of people have a standing order for you. like the chocolate chip cookies and milk at bedtime. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did that a couple times. It was cool. I mean, I think it's, you know. You could have breakfast in your room instead of going up to the buffets. I think the Parfits did that every morning. <laughs> All right. Thank you for those, John. Next up, we have Teresa with a thread from our Disney World Tips form. Things to do before you go to Disney. Yeah, I thought this was kind of cool. Um, goes in the whole planning arena. Things you have to do at home before you leave. Uh, was started by iHeart Jack Sparrow. And all the different things that you have to do before you leave. Just little trivial things around the house. Things you want to do. Um, some of the things were... Um, tell the neighbors where we are and when we'll be back. Clean the house from top to bottom. Yeah, I always want to do that, but it never happens You know, before you go. <laughs> Make sure you have your insurance cards. I'm a list maker, so all these things are really cool to me. All the diff- Turn off the water. You know, um, Unplug the appliances. All the odd little things. that I don't do all that. I don't you do don't? any of oh, yeah. that. You yeah, but when you're leaving, you know, maybe not for the day, but when you go on a big trip, you don't do all that? Mm-hmm. I don't turn off the water or appliances. I, I turn off... Like, I turn off the computer. I turn off and unplug all the computers and stuff like that uh, just because... The washing machine's a big one. You're supposed yeah. to... Why? Why? Because the hose could break while you were gone. And, and there's water the in that hose. Yeah. It's, it's a constant stream. Yeah. You could be flooded when mm-hmm. you get back. Mm, we always just turn off like that. the hot water heater. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. if you turn off the water, you've got to do something to the hot water mm-hmm. heater. Or if it goes down, then it burns itself up. So you do one, you've got to do the other. Pack gum. Disney doesn't sell gum on property. Uh, no, I'm fanatical about that. I love yeah. my gum, so I have to bring like packs and packs of gum because they don't sell it anywhere. Here's one. Start walking. Make sure you have comfortable shoes. Don't wear. Here's one. I I didn't know. You know, you always you're going on a trip. You got to get new shoes. Oh, okay, don't wait till you get there to wear them. That's um, one yeah, of those things break I always, in. I always break look in. at in the park. How many people have like new tennis shoes oh, yeah. on when they're walking through the park? I notice it too. You go, you know, because we're, we're in the park all the time. But now you go over and you see people wearing their little vacation clothes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I remember doing yeah. that. You buy this stuff for the kids. You can't wear it till we get on the trip, yep. you know. And then they're, you have a special outfit for every day. And, it, you know, I miss that kind of stuff. That's, but I thought but this then was, there was neat. There's other people that suggest like wearing your old clothes. And then when you're done with them, just discard them. Because you know how your suitcase... You end up having more to take home yeah. than what you brought down. Just wear your old clothes, and when you're done with them, just we, toss we have them. a friend. Excuse me. This falls under TMI. He always wears his old underwear. Hmm. On okay. A trip, and then he. You're talking about yourself, away. aren't you? Tim? I am. I know you're. I, I have a friend. The, I have a friend in quotes. <laughs> Literally, he said this. That he's proud of this. He saves up his old ripped underwear, and <laughs> when we go on a cruise or a trip, he throws them away. I always end up having Why? to steal one of the, the bags in the trash no. cans, and I put socks and underwear in that. No, no, no. <laughs> Mom always says when you go out, you wear your best underwear because if something happens, mm-hmm. and you they got to, you got to, you know, you don't want to be in the emergency room wearing tore up undies. I'm talk sorry. To, talk to anybody who's ever been in an accident. The first thing they do is cut you out of your clothes. I know, but still, <laughs> they and, don't care. They, yeah, don't, they don't care. And they don't but, look. So yeah, 
Yeah, I don't Still. care what you're wearing. They Commits cut you right cutting, out of your clothes. So it doesn't really. That's a mom rule, though. Is that just me, Kathy? No, I remember that. Remember That's, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't wear those. Got a hole in them. But uh, this was a cool thread. You know, all the different things, important information. Um, make sure you have your insurance cards with you. Make sure you know. And then the thing about um, write your name and resort on a piece of paper and take it with the first picture on your camera. If your camera gets lost. And they look at your pictures on know who it belongs to. Oh, wow. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. I used to tell that in my scrapbooking classes. And I would say put a piece of paper in your luggage with, like, where you're going to be so that if your luggage gets lost or the tags come off, they have a way to find you. But you don't put your home address? Right. I would put, like, a business address or a, a contact, another contact number of somebody who could get a hold of you because you don't want burglars Stealing your stuff. Stealing and then your stuff, but you want them to be able to get a hold of you. In case it gets lost. The burglars. Yeah. Yes, you want them to be able to call you. <laughs> hey, I got your stuff. I burgled you. And don't put anything in your luggage that you can't stand to lose. Don't put anything valuable in your suitcase. Don't ever put anything. In, no cameras. Don't no check valuables, iPods. Don't check mm-hmm. valuables. Don't check valuables. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Don't. That's why when I get onto a plane, I have to have a, a carry-on bag. That can handle the camera, the laptop, the jewelry, uh, mm-hmm. any you know, the iPod, Your medic- medication, medication, yeah. all that stuff Stocks, has bonds. to be with me. Has to, exactly. <laughs> Cougarans. So let's recap. Cougarans. Only put your old underwear in, your, in your luggage. <laughs> you pack your old underwear. No, actually, Pete bought a new bag yesterday that fits the camera perfectly, and will hold the laptop too. Oh, yep. good. So it wow. was. Yep. It was nice. And she's going. Wow, you were there. I but I didn't there. know that. It, no, no, but I didn't know. I wasn't standing there the, watching you. Y'all didn't put the stuff in. in. We put the stuff in after y'all left, so they really didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. You know, I saw the new bag. Yeah, it was, was able to fit everything. It's a lot better bag for the camera too. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Than what Will I was it be using. easy for Max to carry? Much easier than what we had. Well, they're coordinated. There are two bags. There's like a Merce and then the camera bag that, that are both matching. So oh, he'll match this time. <laughs> yeah. Match now. <laughs> really? Max, you better start doing your shrugs so your shoulders are nice and strong. We gotta get you a hat that matches. Oh God! Say something day and shoes. Yeah, shoes to match. Oh my! It's Max's say something hat day. <laughs> Get him on the monkey leashes. There you go. You can pull him back. Yeah, really. <laughs> he gets too far away or too far behind. Hey, that would work when I'm trying to see how. Well, when we're in the park, I always am so far behind Pete. Tangent alert, tangent alert. But if, I, if Pete's on a leash, then I'd always stay right behind oh, yeah, him. That's going to happen. I'm about to say, yeah. Let me know how that works out. That'll, that'll happen. No, I'll be dragging you behind me. <laughs> you do anyway. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. She, it's like, oh, my God. She is the slowest person. And I am Although, walking as fast. My little legs are just... My little now, Pete legs. used to always, you know, slow down, slow down. But now he's... Oh my god! That one day he was leaving you and me behind. Only thing that saves me. Oh my god! I know there's. I know there's a smoking area coming up. <laughs> <laughs> catch up. And I'm going to catch a rest. <laughs> now I've never been to the parks with Teresa. My thought process, or what I imagine happening, is anytime something shiny goes by, you completely lose it. <laughs> oh look, cheese! And you know, she's off. <laughs> Is I can true? say I walked with her yesterday, and she wasn't distracted. I she wasn't distracted. I'm walking along. Trying to keep up with the back of Pete as he's rushing through. It's uh, and I can't. Figure, I can. I even watch your legs going. Okay, I'm taking as many steps as he is. I'm walking well, as I gotta, fast I, as he is. I got to tell you, you know, um, I'm um, eating better. I'm losing weight. Uh, my energy levels are three times what they were even a couple of months ago. 
So, yeah, it's just like I'm bad. It's not that I'm trying. It's just, you know. I don't know. When the- we did Flower and Garden, it was like the flower marathon. It was well, like running around the world. We had a lot to cover. We got there late. We got there about 2 o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. I knew, I knew I had to shoot video and take pictures. And we had to do it before we lost our light. So, yeah. We Walter had a- kept looking back, and I'd wave, thinking, <laughs> okay, I'll catch up in a minute. <laughs> But no, I thought this was cool. You know, all these different things you got to do. Before. It does make sense. I think I would do some of those next time I go on a long vacation. And I, I would say, like, I don't know if they mentioned it in there, but like pack an extra like collapsible duffel bag or something. Yeah. So that if you've exploded again with souvenirs, you know, it used to be, you used to be able to tip the um, sky cap a little bit more right. and they would take your luggage. But now they, they really, they really do watch those weights. So if you think you're going to go over, try to adjust it before you get to the airport. But I the, just yeah, I've I've just given up on that. I, I I factor in the cost of the bags into my flight. But one time I had both suitcases up. up. I'm taking out shoes. I'm taking out heavy stuff. I'm like, I'm not paying fifty bucks. I'm just going to re- rearrange the stuff. I, I've done it right on the sidewalk of yes, Orlando International Airport, pulling stuff out. Pulling my dirty underwear and my ripped underwear out. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I know. <she. laughs> you know putting it in a different suitcases. So what's the one tip you think is the best one on that list? What really stood out for you? Um, I think it was the things, not necessarily that you make a list to pack, but the things you have to do at home before you leave to prepare for being gone. The little things around the house, you know, the unplugging stuff. Because you forget that stuff in the end. You know, and... Walter's looking at me like I've never. Well, no, it's something I would have thought I would have taken care of, but it just never crossed my mind. I thought I'd be the one, you know, turning off the water, yeah, turning off the electricity and everything else, but it just never crossed my mind to do that. Turning off the water is that more of a northern thing? I don't don't know. We we always did. That was part of that was like the last thing you did before we went out the door. And if you're driving, I'm sure we're from the north. Yeah, really. I, did we ever do it? I no. never remember doing it. No, I, I never did it. Well, I've read horror stories of people coming home with their houses flooded, or well, the I neighbor calling a pipe, saying, "A pipe could bust." You, you know? know, man, your house is underwater. Come back. And we always, my husband would always take the car to the garage if we were driving somewhere mm-hmm. to make sure that the car was ready, right, for the trip. And the first time I took a trip after he died, it's like, oh, do I have to do that? And I didn't. Yeah. And then I worried the whole time was the car going to be okay. You know, because you, you, do, you don't want to find out on the side of the road when your fan belt breaks. Right. You want to get that stuff looked at. Or rent a car. If your car's got a lot of miles on it, rent a car. To Which I out. always do. I never mm-hmm. put miles on my car if I'm going somewhere. It's just not worth it. But anyway, interesting. All right, cool. Well, thank you for that, Teresa. Kathy has something along the same lines uh, from the... I'm not sure what form this is from. I think this was Disney Tips. Yes, Disney World Tips. It's sitting right in front of me. I Must Be Nuts compiled Disney Practical Tips list. She had a list of, I think, just about everything. Kathy, into your mic. Oh, sorry. And she has a list for a vacation box. And, gosh, if I took this box with all the different things that these people recommended, I'd have a (laughs) special suitcase just for that. But, like, antibacterial gel... The hand sanitizer, aspirin, an autograph book, baby wipes, band-aids, batteries, body glide, chapstick, clothespins, cough medicine, crystal light. And the list goes on and on. And in theory, that's a really good idea. But this isn't like the wilds of Florida. We do have yeah. Walmarts and Targets. And but it's cheap. Yeah. I got to say something. First of all, this is a great thread. I 
this compiled, wonderful thread. Mm-hmm. I compiled them all and I printed them out. It's seven pages of incredible advice. Keep in mind your destination. If you're going to Walt Disney World, there are shops, there are things you can buy. Granted, it's not as easy as if you're home. However, or some of cheap. Of course, yeah. cheap. Some of these things, though, are change if you're going on a cruise. You go on a cruise ship and you want to buy something that's medicinal, you have a shelf space that's like three by six of choices on a cruise ship. So, you know, you got to think about your destination before you do this stuff. One of the, I think, I think it was in this thread, but I was reading that um, a lot of people like to do laundry when they're at Disney, and people obsess about can you take the powder, you know, can you put it in a plastic bag, and are they going to look at it when you go through security and all this kind of stuff. Somebody suggested, like, taking your old washcloths or whatever and putting some of the soap on that and then letting it dry and then putting that in your Ziploc bag. Repeat that again now. Take an old washcloth and you know like um, however much however much um, laundry detergent you would use in a load put that on the washcloth and let it dry. So you're Everybody's, making a washcloth that holds your laundry detergent right. that's now dry. Imagine in a so plastic bag. So you can pack bag. it right. and then use it and just throw it in the washing machine when yeah. you get there. Yeah, so that you don't have to bring, like, your liquid or that's whatever. That's brilliant. And some people will take, like, little sponges and sort of do, like, the same thing. If, like, you want to wash out your mug in your room, but you've you've let it dry on, like, the little sponges. Yes, yeah, so so I have this in my bathroom every day with, with a washcloth that gets left after someone's taken a bubble bath and... It's full of soap. Same principle, I guess. But instead of like paying two dollars for yeah, a but are you gonna, you're going to bring that on vacation. No, but I'm and make just saying it's the it. same kind of. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You okay. know, instead of spending two dollars and you have to make sure you have enough quarters when you go to the laundromat at, at the resorts, you'd already have your stuff, and you could do the same thing with your fabric softener. Yeah, I was looking at this list. What is this, Kathy? Body Glide. The, the, uh, <laughs> Body Glide, so that like if you're inner legs chap so you're okay we we suggest um gold bond powder okay from over here i thought i said body glitter i'm like ooh, what's that (laughs) (laughs) that's so you're comfortable okay so powder or something like that okay it's a lubricant (laughs) (laughs) we're all trying to be very you know how do we explain it to you you rub it on your thighs Okay. So you don't rub together. And so you don't start chafing. a fire. Yeah. Exactly. I would mention, too, the, the part about memory cards she has on this list. Um, if you're going to bring your camera, bring more memory cards than you think that you're going to use. And don't, don't, don't take your images as the smallest size possible because then you can fit 3,000 of them on a memory card. The way I used to always explain it to people is you don't know when you're going to go out and create that magical moment. And if you've taken it so that it only prints at four by six, you know, you've lost quality there. So bring extra yeah. memory cards. Um, switch off your memory cards when well, you're Well, there's in also, park. I mean, you know, now, I mean, you can go out and buy an eight gig memory card for your camera. Unless you're psychotic, even at the highest resolution possible, you're not going to fill that card up on one right. trip. You're not. But so, you need to check to make sure that if you buy an 8-gig card that your camera can read up to 8 gigs. But switch out cards. There was a thread on the Diz this morning about somebody who lost their images. And everybody said, well, can't you just go back to your memory card? And they're like, I've never formatted their memory card. Like with anything else, like after you've taken a couple rolls or a couple 
you know, batches of pictures, format that memory card. Because Disney is not the place you want to find out that you're having errors with your memory card. But switch out memory cards while you're doing it. Because the so price that, of them at Disney is obscene. Right, right. I can vouch for that. That's I paid, really? what, 80 something for a two-gig card? Oh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy. Oh, my God. You wow. know, and, and make sure you back them up because people will just put them on their computer and then... Their computer crashes, you know, you need a backup or two. And external hard drives are really cheap, and you don't want to lose your... I, I would I would cry more if I lost my pictures than if, you know, something happened in my house, I think. Some interesting things on this list. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things, though, people have to do is be practical about this list. You can go... You can drive yourself crazy with the things to pack and the things to do. She has, you know, take pictures of all the front and back of all your credit cards and things like that. And it's like, okay, let's take a step back. First of all, don't bring all your credit cards. You know, bring one or two. But, you know, this list is could make anyone insane. I used to do that when I traveled, just so that if I was out on the road and I needed, I lost my card or something, somebody had a copy of my credit cards at home. Right. Just because, you know. It's a good thing to have. And I would say about bringing things like water, when you can, you know, like consider the resorts, like people always want to ship water down here. And then people on the cruise will go, but where can I stop and buy water? Well, the water on the ship is distilled. I mean, it's it's freshly made water on the ship. You don't need to buy bottled water, you know, unless you like the convenience of having it. Uh, I bottle. still buy bottled water. Yeah. Well, but, you know, I mean, that's like one of those things, if that's going to like make or break your trip or you're hyper about where you're going to stop to get a Okay, if that's going to make or break your trip, you need medication. Well, but there's people who post like that. Right. You know, it's – and again, it comes back to that, you know, when you get so hyper that something like that could make or break your trip, you're doing something wrong. When you get to that point, that's when it's time to stop planning, step back, go see a movie, leave the house, go have dinner. Just step away from the computer and ease up because now you're turning your vacation into, you know, storming Normandy Beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not enjoyable. That may be enjoyable for you, but think about the rest of your family. How enjoyable is it? Are you making this for them with all this? Did this you person know? fly or drive that made this list um, with the hamper? They're bringing a hamper? I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping they're driving. I don't know how. I call that a garbage bag to put your dirty clothes yeah. in. Yeah. Or if you're John, yeah. throw them away. Exactly, throw them away. <laughs> or that empty, do you pack that empty bag for your dirty clothes? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we do. All right, thank you for that, Teresa. Or Kathy. <laughs> Teresa talked so much, I thought it was hers. Um, we're going to move over to, back to the DCL form and Walter uh, with a thread about car, uh, Florida's car seat law. <laughs> yeah, someone wrote... Um, I'm thinking about taking a town car or a limo from the airport to the port. My two youngest kids are five and seven at the time we go. Um, what's the car seat law in Florida? Will I need a car seat for them? And to clarify things, I printed the car seat law of Florida. It says Florida law requires children five age and let me start over. Three, two, one. Florida law requires children under five years of age to be properly restrained no matter what seat they ride in the vehicle. Children through age three must be secured in a separate carrier that got child safety seat or in a vehicle. Like a dog carrier. (laughs) They're restraining them and put them in carriers. Children through age three must be secured in a separate carrier 
a child safety seat, or a vehicle's manufacturer integrated child safety seat. For children aged four to five, a separate carrier, an integrated child safety seat, or a safety belt may be used. If a safety belt does not fit the child correctly, a booster seat should be used to correctly position the lap and shoulder belt once they've outgrown a forward-facing child seat, generally around 40 pounds or four years of age. Uh, children from approximately 40 to 80 pounds and under five, I mean under four foot nine inches in height should ride in the booster seat. In- infants should always ride in a rear-facing uh, child seat until they're 20 pounds. But in Florida, it goes strictly by age not by uh, weight. That confused a lot of people because in Canada and different states... They yeah, go- you cross the state into Georgia mm-hmm. and it's just what state you're traveling in. So if you're driving, yes. boy, you could... Okay, you're out of the car seat. Okay, get back in it. You know, you're too little. You're too big. For it- Georgia, it's 80 pounds. I wonder if your kid has a birthday or puts on weight. Really? Well, it's really like Stella. Just- Stella was in a, a booster seat. She's like, when can I get out of this booster seat? I said, let's look it up. Oh, you could have got out of it three years, three years ago in Florida. But... They're going for the eighty pound or age eight. Correct, that really Kathy? threw a lot of people because yeah. they were they were used to. Well, so she hits both, so she's out of the booster seat. Well, yeah. I can tell you because that used to be one of my many 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 jobs over the years. But I was part of the people that helped pass the law in Pennsylvania, and when they went to pass laws in all these states, they tried to just get something on the books, and. Over the years, they've tried to tighten it up, but every time they try to tighten up a law and try to standardize it, of course, you get you know the people that's got every argument in the book why they can't do that. Right. But I'm really, really, you know, this is one of my big deals, that when you're coming down here on a vacation, the start of your vacation is not the time to learn how to use a car seat. 80 to 90% of parents who use car seats at home don't use them correctly. And the start of your vacation is not the time to be trying to figure out how to use a car seat that you've never seen before. It's, you know, you need to look at the car seat. There's, you know, some standards. Um, You don't want to use a car seat that's more than five years old. There's a date stamped on every car seat. There should be something on the back of the car seat telling you how old it is. You don't know if that car seat's been in an accident. Um, You don't, you know, because the seat could look perfectly fine. If a car seat has been staying in a car, especially down here in Florida, with the heat and everything, that plastic can get brittle. Right. Um, the Good thing point. I would say to people, if you're going to need a car seat, bring your own, really. You've, you know how to use your car seat. And the hard part is not, you know, attaching it with the seatbelt in the car. It's the straps and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So bring your car seat, you know, or buy one when you get here, like at Walmart. Buy a, a cheap one and donate it when you're done. But yeah, because if you're flying and you've got your kid on your lap in the plane, a right. small child, and there will be a sticker on every car seat that says FAA approved. And as far as policemen stopping you, unless your kid's like hanging out the window or something, unless they have probable cause to stop right. you for something else, they're not usually going to stop to look to see. And I know people always go, well, how do you know if my child's 70 pounds or 80 pounds, whatever the weight limit is? They're not going to do that unless they see the kid hanging out the sunroof or something. They're I think it's sort of liberal here because so many people drive in from other places. So I think they just go by age because it, it would be hard if you were going by weight what? or but something Unless it's outrageous, else. they're usually not going to stop you. does tick you off, Kathy, though, when you see kids hanging out the window? Oh, oh, I, I see it every day. I can't I just tell you, and I can't tell you the them. number of people who have given me some of the lamest 
excuses yeah. as to why they wouldn't use car seats. And in my book, th- there is no logical reason why you wouldn't. The mother's strapped in, driving down the road, mm-hmm. and her two kids are like hanging out the window. You and know. just That's that crazy. fast, you know, something can happen. Oh, and yeah. I always said to people, what would you tell your child 10 years from now or whatever if they could understand you that, oh, mommy was too busy to put you in yeah. a car seat or having a car seat was too much of a hassle to take on vacation. Yeah. I mean, I'm just people I can remember a quick little funny story. We went to pick up Chinese food one night. Max was probably three. It was just him and I went and picked it up. I had so much Chinese food, you know, him trying to get him in the car. Some gentleman, I think it was a policeman, helped me put the food in the car. I get in the car, strap up. We pull out. All of a sudden, Max is screaming, stop. He wasn't strapped in. We forgot to strap mm. him in. <laughs> so I pulled over and, you know, strapped him up. Well, if you, if you do that with a kid, then the kid knows that that's yeah. the right thing to do and something's wrong. Going back, I think, to their question, though, if you do rent a car, um, you can rent a car seat from the rental car company. Also, um, town car services will have those available. Depends on the town car service, you know, depending on what they have available and how many they have. But these are all things that you can have here when you get here. One of the things that people don't realize, though, is when you get on those Disney buses, you're not required to have your kid in a seat. Right. So take the extra precaution. Yeah, and on limos. As well. Limos, you're mm-hmm. not required. You're not required to have one. You're not required, but the limo companies do offer them. They if, have if you, them. If yes. you ask them, they, you will. Ask, they will have it. Yes. And there's also a thing called a CARES harness that you can use on the plane and in cars. And it's, you know, smaller. Oh, I've seen it's those. It's smaller. It's bulkier. I mean, it's less bulky. It's like you flat. Yeah. And it straps your child into a regular car seat. Mm-hmm. And it's seat like a harness. Yeah. It's like a little parachute almost mm-hmm. looking thing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. So. Cool. All right, and finally this week, John has one from our Disney for Adults and Solo Travelers forum. Help me convince my boyfriend Disney is not just for kids. Um, I'm always amazed when people need to be convinced to come to Disney, first of all. Let me just say that. When people say, my husband, my wife, my kids, my, my uncle, help me convince them. You weren't overwhelmingly excited the first time I said... Yeah, but I don't think that you had a, you know... No, I'd have to drag you. Right. Put a, together a PowerPoint presentation to make me come. <laughs> I mean, it no. was... You know, you're coming on vacation, so that was funny. But what I liked about this thread was... Um, the, the people suggested... Or she wanted to have pictures of other people who were not really into Disney. Is that the right thread? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the same one, with pictures. Okay, with pictures. So she wanted to have pictures of people, and I love the pictures. Okay, did you Some guys... Some great pictures, <laughs> yep. I love the guy in the Doom buggy. Yep. <laughs> sort of going backwards. I love the people... And you know what? I think what cracks me up is I'm so not into having my picture taken, and I love that these people are just having a great time. Mm-hmm. This guy having dinner <laughs> in his Ghostbusters t-shirt. I have his picture taken. Do you have a picture from your first time? I don't. Probably not. You don't? No, I don't think I do. No. No. Pictures of my kids, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. That was back when no one took pictures. And then there were pictures of, you know, things that were there that they might enjoy, the topiaries, pictures of people who traveled during Star Wars weekend, pictures with celebrities, not celebrities, but with characters from from the movie. So this. But this is not an uncommon problem. I was Where one you of those people. One, I could see that. One person in the relationship wants to go to Disney, the other one doesn't. 
and you know it. We hear it with Disney Cruise Line. I hear it more with Disney Cruise Line than I do with anything else. There's too many kids. Too many kids. What would you do? What would you say to convince someone that it's not just for kids? I made my sister. My sister was like that. She's the one that brought me to Disney the first time. So I told her she had to go on a Disney cruise for me because I went to Disney. And this was last September or whatever. And she said, too many kids, too many kids. And I'm like, no, trust me. You'll, you can manage the amount of children that you see on the cruise. They came home. They had a great time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you need to do it. You know, a lot of people don't understand, where, especially where Cruise Line is concerned, is that the ship is broken up into sections. And they have done a great job yes. of sequestering the kids in certain areas and having areas specifically for the adults. Well, that's really the one. I mean, and what I, and what I tell to people is, you know, I tell people is, you know, my partner and I don't have kids. And it's not that we don't like kids. We don't like your kids when we're on vacation. <laughs> but, you know, we go on. We love going on the cruise. I love the cruise mm-hmm. line. And you stay in the adult area, and you don't have to see a kid all day if you don't want to. They're very strict about that. If a kid even slows down at the adult mm-hmm. pool walking by, a cast member will be there yeah, saying, Yeah, they're on them. We have three other pools that you can use, but this is for the adults only. Or out on the beach, you know, when you've got your own Serenity Bay. That you know. Yeah, you don't have to be Every place you go, there's an adults-only mm-hmm. area. Um, and at Disney World, I'm sorry, you know, between, you know, you got the signature restaurants that are, you know, not that they're kid-hostile, but they're certainly adult-friendly. A lot of the attractions, you know, appeal to me as a 45-year-old man. That, you know, no, I'm not going to go on Dumbo, but I'll go on Space Mountain. I'll go on Splash Mountain. I'll go on Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Go on Haunted Mansion. Uh, go on Soarin'. There's a lot of cool Mission rides Space, on Space, yeah. you know, Test Track. What if the person didn't like any of that kind of stuff and you're, still, and you're trying to convince them? What if? Well, what do they like? I yeah. mean. Well, that's the whole thing is that Disney has come right. up with something for every segment of the population. You know what? I'm. I'm. I just like to fish and hunt. We can go fishing. Yes. See now, my my brother and sister, my brother and sister in law in particular, are you know they don't you know all their kids are grown. They come down here for food and wine festival every year. I think a lot of couples do that without their yeah. kids. They come down for food and wine festival. You know there is something going on all year, at any point in the year that would appeal to someone. Unless you know, I'm not saying I shouldn't say everyone. For most people. For most people, if they just blow it off to being about kids, then you just got to, you know, again, you, you, you find out, as John said, you find out what do you, what are they like? What are they into? You know, with him, uh, you know, when we first, when Walter and I first met, he was like the anti-Disney. <laughs> he was like anti-Disney. He didn't, had no interest in it, made it very clear to me he had no interest in I it. Think, I think I was afraid of the Magic Kingdom, because I really thought that was going to be nothing You were kids. afraid of it? Well, I mean, as we far didn't as, like it either. No, as far as going there, I thought it would just be like, you'd be up to your neck and chill. Well, again, this is, you know, mm-hmm. and this is the common right. issue. And over the years, you know, we've had those experiences now, where we've gone different places, either here or out in California, where he realizes, oh, no, actually, this is really nice. This is I really cool. am a con- convert. You don't have to have kids to enjoy Disney. You can be an adult and have, have a great time. Okay, I, I want to mark the date and time wow. here. Uh, no, um, I guess I've got to 3.45 p.m. I don't even think about it. But March 24th, 
Walter admits he's a convert. I think Epcot's my favorite part. Hey, all right. Success. <laughs> I mean, there's others only that's really, really me, close, but I really It only like took Epcot. me eight years. It only took me eight years to get him to speak the words, I'm a convert. <laughs> I knew I'd suck you into my web. <laughs> well, no, I think a lot of people had the same idea I did. And it's just not true. You can go to Disney grown up and have a great time. You're not up to your neck and children. You can go and enjoy yourself. Don't be close-minded. Well, that was one of the Open reasons. Up to what you might And like. that was also one of the reasons I wanted you on the show. Because you can speak to that element out there that will appreciate Disney, enjoy Disney, but you are not going to spend nine months Plenty detailing every, every minute of your trip. Um, you had to be brought along to get to a point where you are now. So you. So has he crossed over to the dark side now? I think to some degree he has. Ooh. He wears Mickey ears to bed. Part no. of. <laughs> but you know he's also he's also he did that before he met Pete though. <laughs> but you know he's he's had the experience at the resorts, the restaurants, the theme parks with me. He's had the experience on the cruise line. He's had the experience with Adventures by Disney. Um, all of this was, uh, and all of this is without kids. And the other things that Disney has, like the uh, the fishing excursions, mm-hmm. they have golf. They ha- they have a lot of things. You can't be closed minded when it comes to Disney because if you look, you'll probably find okay, something. Okay, I'm going to have like. a I'm going to have heart failure here. <laughs> Disney, I'm going to have Disney is down, not downright heart failure. Is not just the theme parks. No, Most people, when they think of Disney, they think of. The magic. They think of the theme parks. You don't mm-hmm. think about the resorts. I mean, coming from where I came from, that's what you think of. Right. Oh, I'm going to Disney. Oh, I'm going to the park. I, never in my mind did I ever think about the resorts and all they had to offer. Fort Wilderness. How much fun have we had yeah. at that place? Mm-hmm. We love Fort Wilderness. As, as the people who are listening to us are the planners in the family, part of your responsibility as the planner is to figure out what everybody in your family would enjoy without torturing them. You don't want to drag them from place to place. You don't want to make them go on anything they're not going to enjoy. I can't tell you how many times you're in a park and kids are screaming, I don't want to go on a ride, and the parents tell them you're going to go anyway. Mm -hmm. Don't force anybody to do anything. (laughs) Is that you? That was me. But your job as the planner is to understand what everybody likes and dislikes and what they want to get out of this vacation so that they can see the side of Disney that you see. I just posted on the board that Walter admitted he was a Disney convert. (laughs) Someone give me CPR. It, it, had, it happened so suddenly, I didn't really realize. We need a, it. We need a ceremony. Should we drop them in water or <laughs> cut off some part, body part? <laughs> they might not need. No, I, I really think over the last couple of years, it's been it's been coming because you've been folk, you know you've been you helping us out with the business and working with the business and cruise line especially. Show. I have to say, yeah. the, the most adult enjoyable thing. Cruise line is, is at the top. I think Adventures by Disney, that adult trip in oh, yeah. Australia, is way, way, way up there. Yeah, definitely. You know, but there is. There's just so much there. there really and truly, anybody who just writes it off uh, to being for kids is being lazy and not really taking a look at the whole picture. I also, I also don't understand things like this, and that you know, my spouse won't go with me. You got to be a little open minded, and if your spouse wants to do something, try it. Yeah. You know, you can't be that person. No, you don't want to do that, Teresa. <laughs> he has to try what I want to do, but I don't. You don't I mean, <laughs> no, you see, but that's not fair. Because, oh, I know it's not fair. You know, this, this is, you know, how Walter and I are, that, you know, there are things that he really wants to experience, and I've got to make that time uh, to do those things, even if they're not things that get me all excited. I can still appreciate them, and, I, and I'm more... 
I'm more inclined to do that because he puts the effort in there you go. to do Woo. it with me. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the other thing is some of the things that he and I have done, he liked, but he didn't know he liked. Right. The, the biggest thing was Wakaiba River. Oh, yeah. When he said, you know, we'll, we'll take Let's canoe, go canoeing. To a canoeing, canoeing on the Wakaiba River, I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> have you met me? Are you new? But it was wonderful. We had a great day. We had a great day. It's beautiful beyond and, description. And, you know, he's, he's, I've definitely gotten an appreciation for things like that that I never would have experienced before because I remained open-minded. I remained open-minded to it. Now, not everybody's going to do that, but, you know, I'm glad that we have because that really has made a huge difference because it would really suck for me mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity to do so many of the things I get to do because of my job and I couldn't do them with him. Right. That would really stink. And but fortunately, fortunately it was not an issue. So Good Walter, good Walter. Good. <laughs> it's a good choice of good choice of thread. Everybody, good choice of threads. Appreciate your contributions. That's the word I want to use. <laughs> I I'll just say thank you everybody. Thank you everybody for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.